ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, trophy hunters of all ages. This is the 35th episode of the Raw Cuts Gaming Podcast. And you got your voice back. I did get my voice back. Oh, get the sound thing going. What's he doing this week? Is he peeing? I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear it? No, I can't hear it. Still, still can't hear it. Well, with that, with all that nonsense being said, I'm your host tonight, CJ, <laughs> aka the solo gamer, aka the trophy hunter. And I'm joined as always by Mr. Clothing Option himself. He's most definitely not a noob. He's unzipping his hoodie. Big D, aka <laughs> Nick Gamer. Yeah, I actually think it's too loud, Woods. I think it's, oh, shit. something's uh, noise canceling you. Or something, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't do that when you talk. The hates abound. Um, and you heard him there. It is the hot taken, Twitter beef making, gamer mediocre himself, Woodsy, a.k.a. Math. <laughs> crickets, the crickets is right. <laughs> That's, That's all the one. millions of fans celebrating this episode. Um, we thank you, the listener, for tuning in for all the rarest takes in the gaming podcast sphere. As always, we bring you all of our own unique takes and all things video games, all while recording and publishing our episodes edit-free. We bring you the podcast via all the listening staples. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Publics, and Anchor. As always, you can always watch us if you want to for whatever reason. You can get some saucy uh, Big D Naked Action if you want to watch us. Check us out on the old Raw Cuts Gaming YouTube channel. So, with all that being said, we will be getting into what we've been playing this week, this week in gaming, and then kind of dovetail into some bigger topics. I will get back to trophy time, which I skipped last week. A pile of shame update, what we've been smoking. And then also we'll give you an update on where we're going with the show. We'll tease that for the end. So with all that being said, Big D, what you playing? Let's see. We did do a fair amount of Call of Duty Zombies, uh, a little bit of Rocket League. Uh, and we did part two of the Ghost of Shishima raid. Um, that went fairly well. Um uh, and I honestly like we uh so we went about five hours uh, and then we bailed um at the, the very very right? end yep um at the final challenge to a now I feel that we should give it another shot because uh the more I thought about it like we were all tired and then we got a little pissed off but the one thing that they didn't make very clear was that there's absolutely no penalties for one person going in and out and changing their loadout. Uh, I feel that they could make some sort of area before you activate the challenge or any challenge in the raid that's like, hey, this is a safe zone. Swap out your shit. And then maybe it doesn't reset your stats and all that. Because that seemed to be the only penalty, like your stats reset. But um, it felt like the one thing that we didn't do was just for the challenge, have the right four characters loaded. Because that final challenge, uh, like I was kind of chatting with you guys today, having two assassins run that, the rugby Two assassins and two Ronins would have been perfect. Well, or I was thinking uh, if you, because you were doing really good as a Ronin, like if I would have been the hunter on the other platform instead, 
so that not mm. only could I blow away my guys, but then from my platform, I could blow away the guys on your platform with the bow. Mm. And then, then we wouldn't have had to run back and forth, which was causing me some. Yeah, that's um, true. Some personal strife. Um, right. Uh, so yeah. I feel, and plus I, we would, if we went back in, we would kind of crush everything all the way to that point. Right. Anyway. Right. So I, I feel like, those things, I and I don't, I just don't know if those things can be managed without running two Ronins at least simultaneously for at least for like one, one Ronin to get the other Ronin up, so that like you're basically always alternating between someone's got to revive all, because that's so key. Yeah. But that is key, especially when um. So the the, the final part of the raid. It's not really spoilers because it's just the raid, but. Um, you have to defend two platforms essentially from guys going into there while the other two, well, I mean, you, you can do whatever combination of folks you want, but it makes sense to break it up into two groups. And the other two have to go run, play the game of rugby where you run the little pillar forward. The problem with running the pillar forward is you're running through a maze. Now we know, at least in step one, now we know where to go in the maze. The problem is it's, it's flooded with ghosts and they hit you, you drop the, you drop the pillar and you got to kind of fight them off a little bit and try to get around them. Um, and that's all fine and dandy and would be relatively manageable. The problem is it's timed. So even if we make a good run and it, it's timed in the sense of like guys the, will fill up the, the, the pillars, right? Yeah. So the two guys on the platform can't let anyone get close to the platform. Right. <laughs> right. And as soon as someone gets close to the platform, it starts uh, sucking your timer down basically. Right. And, and, the, and yeah. it just, that first run where you're running around was, it did seem like the longest one. It um, is. It is. And we, we, we made it there a couple times, but I mean like a couple times by like the skin on our teeth and a couple other times we made it like we lost like. Yeah. I'm well, about to put it on the platform. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's a tight, you have to be very, very efficient. So with your work. Um, well, and that's where uh, like from what I was reading, the assassins with the group vanish uh, seemed like they would be very useful in that. Um, right. Right. The problem run. is like that we need at least, Aaron, preferably two to revive because if you both, if you're split up and both of you get knocked down, you know, and you're up top there, then you're really shit out of luck. Um, well, that's where I felt like the um, one Ronin, one hunter, uh, the hunter uh, shouldn't have much issue because they, they should be refilling their shit real fast, especially if you've got extra resolve and stuff equipped. Like, and mm -hmm. I feel like you'd have your super all the time and you would just be downing fools in that, that last part. Um, whereas I, I think, if I you think... can keep the two guys running and back invisible the entire time, cause that's what Ryan was saying. Right. Cause I, I didn't get a lot of details when you were back there, CJ, he, he said it ran out fast or what was the deal with the vanish? Yeah. The vanish didn't work for shit. Like, it was like, I feel like we got further along when you and I were running it. So we, we would vanish, but I mean, we would vanish for such a short amount of time. And his, his, the problem is, is he doesn't fill his special up too fast because we're not exactly. Oh, you're not killing anybody. And that's a special. Okay. I think so. Yeah. No, that worked. Well, yeah. One of them is, and he's got another one, but no, this special is like, um, the assassination special is a lot, very similar to the samurai special. But well, either either way, whether it's a special or if it's a um, yeah, was a ghost weapon, they don't fill fast enough for us to really have full advantage of it because we have to mm. go fast, right? So it's just kind of right. helps in small bursts, but they're so infrequent that. I don't would know. it would it help to have 
the two people over there have like smoke bombs and, and all that stuff. So you had like yeah, extra poof vanish. Exactly. And that, that's what I, that's what I had. I, I had the smoke bombs and I had some other form of distraction that worked really well, but those filled up so slowly that, you know, mm. it's, you kind of got to know where to use it. You and you and I had a pretty good rhythm down there, but we were also ran out of gas fast in that last hour, which is what, you know, yeah, cause it was one o'clock, two o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Two o'clock. Yeah. It was, it was good to be enough, but yep. That's so what what's I got. You, what you playing big dog. Um, let me get back to the list there. So, um, some of this will come up uh, in the um, pile of shame discussion, so I won't uh, stay at a lot. Um, but I played. I did. I'll, I'll talk about Twin Breaker, which is a game I per, uh, added to my pile of shame. That is, technically I haven't beat it, so it's still there. But um, <laughs> played Twin Breaker, which is um, the video game from uh, Colin Moriarty and um, and oh god, I forget his buddy. But, um, and Dustin for like it's uh, Willie Mo Games is who's so it's pretty good. Um, it's it's interesting because it's like a, it's a twin stick block breaker game, which is something I've never played before. So it's it's pretty cool. I wonder if like I actually wonder if it would be easiest to play that like with somebody sitting on the couch with you, like you controlling one stick and the other <laughs> person controlling the other, because I can coordinate. I can do the left stick with the with the breaker all goddamn day but i can't do the right stick to save a fucking life and i can't do them both at the same time it's just it's, and, then, it's and then you go both directions and it gets really yeah. it gets really kind of mind so it's, it's so. a good it's a good game and it's a it's a pretty good concept so um yeah good for them um obviously we just talked about ghosts of shishima um Play the usual bits of Rocket League, but the real crown jewel of my playtime this week went to uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, yeah. which was one of the two games that voted were voted as a tie for the uh, the pile of shame vote, uh, along with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, and, and I did a live stream of Miles Morales the other day. Um, it was pretty good. It was I was already more than halfway through the game at that juncture, and I have since rolled credits. All right. So, Miles Morales oh, yeah. is off the pile of shame, hey, and I'll discuss that. it further down in there. Sounds good. Um, so I've been playing. I played more Cuphead. I gotten past. I've got past the first island, which involves beating five bosses or something. It's a very cool game. It takes place in the 1930s. If you guys are not familiar with it, where you're a little cup character, and it's basically a boss rush mode. Although they do have levels where it's kind of a running gun, where you kind of try to make it to the end of the level. Um, all hand drawn, all very cool artwork, all very unique. Um, the music is set in that time, so it's very cool. Also, oh, cool. Um, so it's really, really, really fucking hard game. Although they do have difficulty settings, you can set it to like normal and easy. I haven't played it on easy yet, but um, so there is a little bit of help there. But then you get different powers and stuff, and you can do power ups and all that fun stuff. But it's it's such a cool game. The, the music tied in with the art just make it very very fun game so that and then the raid as you mentioned so that's what we've been playing so this week in news um and this kind of ties into our bigger story so we'll kind of beef up these stories a bit but there wasn't hasn't been a whole lot of news this week um but the big news coming out of um this past week was that the bethesda and xbox deal the ink is now dried officially and bethesda 
Umbrella is now under Xbox, or Bethesda is now under Xbox's Umbrella. And with um, that being said, there are some of the games are coming to Game Pass. And also coming to Game Pass, which is the big news of the week, is Outriders. Outriders will be a day one Game Pass game. So, boys, what do you guys think about Outriders coming as a day one Game Pass game? Woodsy. I think it's great. Um, I know it was like people were speculating if that was actually going to be a PlayStation Plus game, um, which, I mean, those rumors are always mostly wrong. Um, but um, it's a good game. It's great for Games Pass players um, and or Game Pass players. It's always a Games Pass. Um, so... Um, yeah, it, it, I hope that game is awesome. I still wish I knew more about it. I feel like it's going to be um, – I don't think it's going to be a games as service game, which I hope it's not. I think it's going to be more on the lines of, like, um, um, a remnant where, you know, you, you, you can play – it's a looter shooter and you can play through with your friends, but it ends – you know, you can max out your gear and stuff, and maybe they'll have some DLC or whatever if it's popular enough. But um, I heard that potentially some of the prompting for them to make that move was due to the fact that there were actually apparently only 2 million downloads across all platforms for the demo, which was a really substantial and generous demo. Um, yeah, you can so ho- that hopefully this will Hopefully this will um, help spark this game into existence which you know i played it i thought it was pretty good for what i played in the demo mm-hmm. um and uh yeah we'll we'll see we'll see what happens to it i mean but it's it's great for game pass players because they haven't had um i guess a, a premier new launch game mm-hmm. to, to 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 look to hang out with in in a bit um and then at the same token right they the the release schedule for now all of these xbox first party studios is completely to be determined to be determined so yeah so what one of the things you know that i, I think will really benefit this game is i think you're, you hit the nail on the head there was the the, the hype is that hasn't exactly been building for this game and we have seen a few games come and be this day one free game whether it's you know for the most part it's been playstation doing this but it's been a big boon for those games mm-hmm. um rocket league being case in point number one um, fall guys fall guys being number two exactly spot on there was um so i'm i'm hoping that it is it is a, a calculated move on their part to really drum up interest and hopefully the game is awesome i'm i part of me worries that like they're going to give this game away for free because they know there's problems with it i've heard people complaining about various mm-hmm. things are commenting on I mean it's a demo so it's free so what's there to complain about right. but pointing right. out certain issues with the games we kind of touched on it the previous week um so there is good news though about the demo which I also thought was pretty gracious of that studio is that people can fly is the name of the studio um but apparently the demo is just going to stick around so anybody oh, who really? wants to jump in and just play the demo could do that and at any juncture just basically upgrade to the full game wow so that's that pretty dope so awesome I tried yeah. playing it the other night, and I, I was having problems connecting to the servers, but maybe there was just some maintenance or something. I'll have to re-download that and, and take a look. Hey, sure. It was definitely worth the going through the demo. It was it was all right. And since you like Division One too, and then also Gears, right? It, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. kind of a mashup of of those. 
Um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, I wish more games would do this because I think we've touched on it in the previous episodes, but there's no demos really available anymore or no substantial demos anymore. And right. I, no I way to like, try out a game before you right. buy a game. Steam does yeah. it right, man. If you could play it for an hour or two right. or a set amount of time, and then if you don't like it, then hey, hands free, it's fine. But yep. um, yeah, more places should move to this. Yep, I would love that. You know, just play it for two hours and then redeem it. If not, then whatnot. So yeah, especially um, new IP. I mean, yep. the demo could be invaluable both ways, both for generating actual deserved hype uh, and then as a good portal for feedback on what they need to amp up in order for it to be a good game. And keep it around, then, like you mentioned, until um, you know, even after the fact to help yeah. keep the Why? money Why going. So with with that being said, um, you know, the, the kind of the, 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 the had the kind of the gears in my head rolling, and I've heard people talking about this on, online, but... Um, this is coming to Game Pass, day and date, but PlayStation has also had games come and launch day and date on their platform, like we touched on Fall Guys and, and Rocket League and other things like that. Um, but PlayStation doesn't really have a, an answer for Game Pass. Now, I know we speculated at previous events, well, will PlayStation make their announcements? Are they going to make a change to PlayStation now? Because it technically is a competitor, but no one really subscribes to it or it's not quite as beefy as we'd like um, like it to be. So do you guys think, the question I want to pose to you guys is, is PlayStation Plus their solution as a competitor to Game Pass? Um, in its current form? In its current form. The reason I frame the question the way I do is the games that have been coming out to PlayStation Plus have been significant, right? And they're only available for a month. Um, but they are significant. And in comparison to what Microsoft's been rolling out for their games with gold, and PlayStation also dropped, you know, 18 or some odd pretty good games. Now they're older, but pretty good games as included for PlayStation 5 owners. So the list, I, I, I drove down the list of the last five months um, and, and put a comparison breakout here, but I'm just going to high level touch on some of them. So this month is Final Fantasy VII, Farpoint, Marquette, and Remnant. Last month was Destruction All-Stars, Control and Concrete Genie. January was Maneater, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Greedfall. So, I mean, you can see that they've really improved on their lineup. Um, everyone remembers May of last year, and the reason why I bring that up is because that was uh, City Skyliners and... Farming Simulator bullshit. Yeah, and that was just an embarrassing output. Um, right. Microsoft's been kicking out Mark Mar Park Breakout... Vala, Metal Slug 3, you know, they, they did have a lot of shit five last year, but it's a lot of shit, right? Spot on there. So what I'm wondering is, is are they just going to be have PlayStation give you substantial games? Whereas on Microsoft, now they have all Bethesda's games on there, like I, I mentioned earlier, but, you know, they don't have a lot of first party studios to offer you. Um, so I, do you shook your head no initially? Um. I just, I, I don't see it in its current form. Uh, yes, they've done better, but ultimately Xbox is going to park AAA stuff coming out. We're just in a weird time with COVID and not a lot of shit has been dropping, but that's where Game Pass is going to be where day one, you're just going to download something as part of your subscription. That's a triple A blockbuster thing. That's not what PlayStation plus is. So um, while yes, the content has been better. Um, 
and to the point uh, like Woodsy always makes the, uh, that's a good thing because now there is a game pass which means PlayStation Plus had to amp up what they're doing but their ultimate games as a service model is is not here yet so so I think it's, a, it's an interesting and hard comparison to make because they're not they're not currently like services right what like Xbox Gold is the equivalent to PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus is not the equivalent to Game Pass. Um, and the costs associated with those services reflect that. So um, like for Games Pass Ultimate, for just regular Games Pass, it's $10 a month. For Gold, it's also like like 10 bucks a month or whatever. Um, but to play Xbox like online multiplayer games with games pass with game pass, you have to have Xbox live gold unless you have game pass ultimate, which is $15 a month, which also includes gold and the ability to play those games on PC. So ultimate is obviously um, the better deal when you break it down like that, but then you're still looking at, you know, a cost difference of, you know, $60 a year compared to, um, well, what, uh, $180 a year. So it's threefold the cost. Does it provide threefold the value right now? Mm, Not yet. I don't know. But like to Dee's point, the future is coming and Sony knows that that future is coming. Um, do I think that this is the it for PlayStation Plus that it's just going to try to pump out uh, higher end day and date launch titles um, for free. Maybe, maybe uh, I, I, I'm going with in for like the interim. Yes, but I think their long term solution is also going to be some something games else. pass PlayStation, PlayStation um, Now or whatever now combined service with PS Plus and or what i mean we'll see what the ps plus collection evolves into if anything we, nobody knows and they haven't really said anything about it since they the initial announcement to it they made that um, announcement relatively vague where it was like these are the games now or something where they could be adding more or they could be going right. away or something will will they do another drop of 20 some odd games that are right whatever plus plus i think it depends also what type of consumer you are so for me who i'm ultimately like a collector Right. I obviously uh, <laughs> I like to buy games and own them. And even though I understand I don't I just I'm technically leasing them via my PS plus subscription. You know, I I in, you know, effectively own the, the games because I'm never not going to be subscribed to PS plus. Whereas, you know, Games Pass is a rotational thing a la Netflix. So if you wanted to play a game and it left the rotation, well, too sad, so bad. You can buy it or you can hope it comes back into the rotation. Um, so I think it offers different value for also different type of gamers. Like, like, because I like to build my library and portfolio and pile of shame. Uh, but there's other people who like, I know yourself, like, you know, well, it, not just even yourself, but a, a whole slew of other people out there would, would typically just go and like in, in years gone by, gone to like Blockbuster or, you know, Redbox gone and rented a game, finish it, pack it away, it's done. I'm never interfacing with that title again. Right. So I think for those sorts of folks um, who don't, who value just 
making sure I could play that game once and be done with it versus those who value the collection building. Um, it, it offers a different value proposition as well. That's a good way to put it. Woods. It's just, it's, it's an interesting thought that I've been trying to wrestle in my mind. And I think you kind of, you kind of crystallized it of being a different value proposition because I just, I see all this value in, in both sides. Right. So like you said, mm-hmm. so the quality of the games is definitely there with Sony right now, at least to G's point. Um, but I, I think they are ramping it up at least in the interim and, and we'll, I guess we'll see where it takes him in the future. But um, I, I'm in the, more line with you. What's right. I like to own games and whether you buy it or even on PlayStation plus it's always this digital ownership is always kind of a, an interesting concept. Right. Um, but you know, the PlayStation's model is like, Hey, you get this one month window versus this five month window, which was the Witcher three or indefinitely if it's a Microsoft owned IP. Um, but right now, for the most part, Microsoft IPs don't really interest me all that much, you know, other than Gears. Gears is my one true thing that I, I really love from Microsoft. Um, right. So what, what do you mean by the, the one-month window? Because once you add it to your library, you technically own it. Exactly. But you need to be a subscriber and claim it that month. right? So you, yes. But then even if you stopped paying for PS Plus, it would still be in your library. It's right. not technically... So once well, you no, it's technically a part of your library. You just can't access it anymore without an active PS Plus subscription. Really, I didn't know they locked yeah. you out. They did, yep. yeah. Um, but I, I didn't mean more so mean that. I more so meant you have a month mm-hmm. to claim it. Whereas, like, and then you have you have infinite time as long as you have an active subscription to play it. And Microsoft, you have a set time or a convoluted set time where they don't tell you how long it is. They give you like a month warning, but. Kind of like Netflix, they give you a set time to play it, but once that's gone, it's gone, right? So um, it's just a different models. Um, but I, I, it's just, I think I think it is PlayStation's answer for now. I don't think it's their long-term solution. I, I am in line with both of you guys saying that I think they are going to revamp PlayStation now, combined right. with PlayStation Plus. Um, I mean, they'd, or- be fool- they'd be foolish not to. They'd be, fool- they'd be absolute fool- fools not to. Because A, it's a great service offering. It's easy money for the most part. And then B, like D pointed out, like the that Xbox, Bethesda, Zinimax acquisition and all those studios and all those games, you know, they're on the track somewhere and that will be coming into the station at some juncture. So the sooner, the sooner they figure that out, the better. I'm curious to see the monetization methods because right now i mean xbox has even come out and said that the uh, that game pass is not profitable right we don't know how not profitable it is but the ultimate goal is to get people hooked onto their subscription right. um service and the way they do that is with with more games obviously um but with more games means that they're burning through more development costs and whatnot too so um it, or it, well, it, paying, paying, making the deals to have. I mean, how much did Microsoft? What, what was the check that Microsoft had to cut? People can fly to get day and date of, of um, outriders. Uh, outriders. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, right? and and that's how the many stuff that could... goes away once they own them. <laughs> that's a lot of cash that they're going to save, and then they'll just be able to drop them. They'll, they'll figure but, it out. But they they still need to front the the development costs, though, right? Like so. That's mm-hmm. the other part too. Um, so it's curious to see how some of these um, streaming services make things profitable, right? And PlayStation has come out and said, now, this is now, but they've come out and said that they don't see the value in putting their 
first party IP on a a free platform like that. Like, like they don't see putting Last of Us Two as a day and date thing because it's it's not worth it to them. Um, right. But um, I guess I guess we'll see. So okay. So then the other big topic I wanted to have you guys to cover with you guys is free agency frenzy. So um, as some of you guys I know, I like this siege by the way. I thought you might. I, I kind of thought about okay, what's going on in the world right now. And there's two things going on. We have our our sports world, which we won't get into here, but we 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 all love football. And right now, it's it is football free agency season. The Bears just inked Andy Dalton to a ten million dollar contract. We all, we all had some good laughs at. Um, Mr. And, Jamal Williams, we love you, buddy. We yeah, love you, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. Mr. Smile, as you're dancing in joyous exuberance. He is such a great person, man. A great, great human. Don't go to the Vikings, please. Um, and in yeah. Um, so anyway, um, and also Microsoft just inked Bethesda to their free agency deal. So I want to pose a question to you guys and you guys can take it any direction you want. But I thought I, I threw out some ideas. I put some down. We'll see where it goes. But the Patrick Mahomes, of free agency. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, if you free. Yeah, exactly. Um, so which studios would you guys like to see Sony and Microsoft buy as a free agent um i have three different categories we can go through them all that way or however we want but i have my dream scenario i like the way, I like the way you laid it out okay. why don't you why don't you go first i'll go first because i'm the one that does and you guys so i have it, my dream scenario for each one of them which is like hey either personally that i think this would be a great dream or for them like hey dream this is a big great huge win for us this is really going to bolster our lineup realistic which is kind of like hey this is just actually could happen and I, I actually think it might happen and then here's a pie in the sky here's Patrick Mahomes being franchise take twice and he can't be franchise take again and all of a sudden uh, Jerry Jones comes and dumps like a trillion dollars on him um, pie in the sky so with all that being said my dream scenario is a personal one is for Sony to make it official and ink from soft to an exclusive rights deal and um, They've had some really great IP out there between um, Demon Souls and Bloodborne. And then they kind of dropped the ball in the Dark Souls series and they were, didn't want to publish them. Um, and they also have Discerne, which is like the, the VR title or whatever. I think it's only on PlayStation VR. I'm not 100% on that. But um, I think this would be a good match for Sony to lock up. Um, it's more of a niche company, but um, genre, I should say. Um, but I, I think this would be a good signing for some. But they produce a lot of other IP that they just haven't utilized in a while either, like the Armored Core series. Armored Core and, and Metal Wolf Chaos and everything right. like that. So, and so apparently they're working on three titles right now beyond just um, the one with uh, I want a new fucking Armored Core, so I hope that's one of them. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, think, I think Sony would be wise to invest in FromSoft. And for the other one, I think what would be a dream for Microsoft would be to lock up Square Enix. Um, this is a publisher that's kind of been rumored around to be for sale. And they have some really good IP that I'm actually interested in. The Bethesda signing to me was, it was a big one for Microsoft, but they're actually IP. I don't play any of their games. I don't play the shooters. I don't play um, Fallout. What, games, what games do they have? Square Enix? Yeah. They they do a whole bunch of... Um, so they, they have... Um, the Final Fantasy, they have, um, are they into the 
they, they do a whole pile of games. Um, let me, yeah, let me they, they do a huge. Um, let me just look up because, but the they are themselves also a publisher and a developer. Um, yeah, so Final Fantasy, Avengers, um, yep. Dragon Quest. So this is more of a JRPG, which is not really known to be on Microsoft uh, Kingdom Hearts. So this is kind of why I think that this would be a good way to bolster and round out their catalog of games. Plus, plus get into the Japanese market a little bit, which is a market that Microsoft has historically struggled in. Um, and I had an interesting take with another dude about this um, uh, on a forum the other day. Well, I was like, well, why would they do that? Because, you know, the for PlayStation over the last couple of generational cycles, like uh, Jap- Japan has only accounted for like, you know, seven or 8% of their, you know, um, total presence uh insofar as I, I think it was console sales uh if it was revenue that's a different story altogether but i think it was console sales so but you know the guy made the the point was like well console sales is not obviously microsoft's ambition it's buying out ip and properties so as to make it exclusive to games pass or game pass god fucking damn it um you know what you mean no worries. To, to then get people to subscribe and i'm like yeah and yeah anyway but um so they have they have a whole lot so um it's it, it's tough to tell though like uh, so tomb raider also is in there um uh let's see some of these it's like it's interesting because like they're just the publisher right they're not right. like it's kind of hard to uh work. so near i believe they're also just the That's publisher for yeah. uh, do, uh deus x i believe they are the publisher and the developer for the deus x series um same with just cause um and i think sleeping dogs as well which i'm shocked that yeah. hasn't gotten a sequel yet um but yeah so um, and then, so the next category, I think we can both kind of touch on what's here because we have some overlapping here is for the realistic ones. Now, these are the ones that I think might actually happen. Sony buying Bluepoint. Um, Bluepoint is this developer known to kind of be the, the remake developer. So they were in charge of the Demon Souls remake. They were in charge of the, what's the Shadow of the Colossus remake, mm-hmm. um, among others. Um, so I, I think that would be a good way for Sony to have by that developer, lock them up and have them be their, um, and maybe, I don't know if they want to do this or not, but they seem to keep doing it, um, be the, the remake company. Because they, they've clearly shown they can do a really good job with their remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Un- they I, did the Uncharted collection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Gravity Rush Remastered. A um, whole bunch of stuff. They've done some indie titles. They did a Metal Gear Solid game as well, uh, a remake of that. God of War collection, but you're right. Um, yeah, they've basically been Sony's in-house re- remix studio. Right. So, so, then, so Some say why buy the cow when you get the milk for free. Um, but I think it makes sense to, to lock them up so they don't um, you know, get a wandering eye and head over to, to Microsoft, so. And then um, the other one I said for Microsoft would be to lock up WB Games. Um, this was one of the rumored things that I was terrified about because I didn't want to lose um, 
both my fight at beloved fighting games Injustice and um, Mortal Kombat. But I think that'd be a good purchase for them to get to make that official and bring in the DC IP that WB kind of is in has the rights to and 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 the fighting games. Another did they uh, did they run all the Gotham games and stuff too? Well, yeah, like so, the Arkham series. Yeah, or was that someone else? Well, they published that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, and I think they're same also with behind. Lord of the Rings. I believe as well, like the 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 uh, what Middle was Earth, the, Shadow of War, or Middle yeah, Earth, whatever. the Shadow Not of War, Lord of the Rings, but it's yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So I, I think that'd be a good purchase for them. That would also kind of beef up their um, their first party IP. So right. So um, let me just finish up mine because I don't I yep. know. Okay, yep. and then the, the last That's one be I, had, was, I I don't know anything about publishers and developers. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but, maybe um, you can just you can just kind of chime in where, where you see fit. And then the, the pie in the sky. So this one we also had kind of a similar vein, um, and I, I think you you wrote it up better than I did. Was but it's Konami. Konami is, is my pie in the sky for Sony, um, and, and more specifically their IP. Um, they do not do they're not good stewards of their ip you know now metal gear is is dead on the vine with kojima being gone and then also um silent hill also another dead ip castlevania another dead ip for them um so these are all really beloved ip that um you know are, they're not being done because uh konami is raking their money in via pachinko machines which is well that and pro evolution soccer i think that's yeah, the only game they make soccer. anymore but let's let's take konami's ip but leave uh leave pez <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, like, yeah i think I um it, yeah and I, I i'm with you there I, that would be my that is that is my listed um pie in the sky dream acquisition i don't know if they'll do it because i if, they can print money with Metal Solid and they can print money with um, Silent Hill. So I think it would have, and they already do print print money with all of their gambling machines. So um, Literally, yeah. I, I feel like if they're going to, I feel like they, they've now kind of opened the door to leasing out um, or licensing out their IPs to studios who want to use them. Um, which is kind of the thing I think they're going to continue to do because unless it's going to be a hostile takeover situation, I, I, I wouldn't sell those IPs. They're too valuable. I would just lease them out and take a free cut. I have no idea why they don't lease them out, you know, because I, right. mean, I know that they don't want to be behind developing games anymore, but why right. not just lease out that? Take take that free cut, get that money. You do uh, Shark Tank style. You sell them, but you just keep a forever royalty on anything associated with them. So then yeah, you, just, you just keep printing your own money, even though you don't technically own it anymore. Exactly. But I, I would like Sony to, to get that IP so we can get some of those awesome games back in back in rotation. And then the big one that I have here, and I actually had a, this one on the other column before. <laughs> this, yeah, I saw this and I was a bit of a shock. I was like, okay, see. What 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 is what is the crack that CJ is smoking? Because that is some good shit. Shooter shoot. I want Microsoft <laughs> to acquire Nintendo. Um, you want we, now now is that you actually want that to happen, or is this just I, like for the sake of conversation? 
the Sega conversation. I, I initially okay. had all Sony, and I'm like, well, I can't just make this all Sony. Um, so I, I Sony gets all the good shit. <laughs> yeah, if, wearing my Xbox. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was like. Initially, I had I had Gunfire Games as being my pie in the sky for Microsoft, but then I thought that was a little harsh. So, I um, I wanted um, I, I think Nintendo would be a good purchase for them. Um, Nintendo, we we've touched on it, guys. Like, why doesn't Nintendo just um be a software development company and be, get out of the hardware business. Well, Nintendo and Microsoft, they seem like a little bit of an odd pairing, but Nintendo and Sony have their history and um, which is not, you know, checkered at best. And Nintendo and Microsoft have played better. There's been those rumors about Game Pass coming to Switch and Microsoft Nintendo came out with a Fortnite thing where they had the two colors side by side and tried to dunk on Sony and rightfully so. Um, so um, Microsoft swings for the fences, buys Nintendo, or at least Nintendo's IP. Nintendo's gets out of the hardware business. And then you can play Mario, Mario Party, Zelda on Game Pass day and date. And then all of a sudden Game Pass sales will skyrocket through the roof. Yeah, and, um, uh, I don't even know that they would necessarily be all the way out of hardware. It would be that they'd be out of uh, the console wars on, on trying to keep up with everything. Um, I, I think in this scenario, Nintendo would also lend to the interesting peripherals of which Microsoft has nothing. So uh, they would probably help bring the, that handheld point of view, right? The Switch, yeah. I mean, that, that would be pretty huge for a lot of um, Game Pass games. I mean, that'd be a perfect way to consume your Game Pass games as a service also. Uh, something little handheld and mobile like that, that'd be kind of sweet. Um, but then you'd also have your big box for playing the AAA stuff. I, I don't see that as a weird pairing at all. They, they would help them with their niche shit. And, and probably their VR. And, and, so and, go ahead. Ju just, just because, you know, I'm in this world and this is an apt comparison as to how pie in the sky this idea is. So, they require they acquired Zenimax and Bethesda for seven point five billion. <laughs> you want to guess what Nintendo's market cap is? Fifty. <laughs> Seventy-three billion. Ooh, Seventy-three. Well, you weren't too far. And off how much is uh, Microsoft worth? Uh, I don't know, but they're fucking sure as hell not going to spend seventy-three billion dollars <laughs> and pay and pay the premium cost to do the hostile takeover to acquire <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> and I, I thought it was it was uh, Jerry Jones dropping a trillion dollars on Pat Mahomes. Hey man, this is, this is my pie in the sky. I, I think yeah, no, it is, it is. Though, so um, that, that's why I went that direction. So right. All right, Dan. So, I know. What's your, no. let's hear, no, that's all I had. Those are my, those are my three uh, big free agency purchases. So my dream for both Sony and Microsoft is done. Um, and the reason I say that is I, I don't want these, the arms race to continue. I want it to stop. Um, I, I don't think it's ultimately going to be good for consumers. Um, and I think a lot of IP will die off as a result of, you know, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see two things. Uh, beloved IP that maybe is even IP that hasn't been utilized in a while, but it'll just be killed off because it's deemed no longer profitable or profitable enough. Um, and, and then you'll see a lot of other beloved IP that people do like just turned into shit or um, b because they just try to justify the purchases of these 
studios and uh, publishers by trying to do ridiculous money-making schemes out of these games. So I, I want it to stop. So that's, that's, that's my dream. Um, do I think it's going to? Probably not. But um, I would, I would prefer to see the video game publisher arms race uh, studio acquisition arms race just stop. Um, Cause I don't think the, the results are going to be great um, for gamers in general. Um, if, if this continues on its current trajectory, um, realistic, uh, I'm with Sony or I'm with uh, CJ, uh, about Sony buying blue point, um, Microsoft, uh, I think a realistic, uh, two different studios that they could acquire. We were bullshitting the other night when you were telling me you were playing Cuphead, right? And you're like, I can't believe this came to PlayStation. Well, it turns out uh, Microsoft doesn't actually own MDA, MDHR Studios or Studio MDHR. Um, so they kind of had like a No Man's Sky partnership with them for the original publishing and, and development of that game. But that expired, which is why it's now on PlayStation. Um, did they fund but, the game or how did that exactly? Do you guys? I, I don't. I didn't read into it at that level, but... Um, it, you know, it, 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 it is now, it's kind of like so identified with Xbox as a brand right, that people right. like, like you and I kind of assumed um, that they actually owned them as a studio and they don't. Um, same goes for um, Moon Studios, which is the developer behind like the Ori games. Oh, um, okay. So they don't, they don't actually own those, those studios either. They're like those, those kind of like, Second tier partners like uh, like Bluepoint is is with Sony, so that's why I, I kind of added that um, as my realistic Microsoft acquisition because it it kind of is in parallel a little bit to what uh, Sony's relationship with Bluepoint is. So um, it's you say Moon because my my brother is a huge Ori fan and he's been like begging me to to play that game. Sure, um, I, I keep shooting him down. So shout out to uh, Beast Mode. Um, for his love for Ori, but I don't know if I'll be playing it. Lexi, Lexi, um, go ahead. Sorry, that's no, all right. Um, uh, so then, Pie in the Sky again. Uh, Sony acquiring Konami's IPs. I don't know if it'll happen, just for the reasons I stated previously. Um, and then um, for Microsoft, it'd be Sega. So similarly to the sort of lines that you had um, talked about um, with. Um, with Microsoft and Nintendo, I feel like Sega has had some cross. They've been, they've shown an interest in allowing their IP to cross over with Nintendo. And I think other publishers in the past, including Microsoft um, and Sega, you know, they have, they have a lot of decent IP, obviously Sonic. Um, and those games are kind of underutilized and they could be reinvigorated by Microsoft and Microsoft really doesn't have like, like a flagship, 3D platformer or, or, or um, you know, and I, I get that they don't gear themselves toward, they kind of gear themselves and their game studios towards potentially more, more adults or mature audience, however you want to phrase it. Um, but they could expand their portfolio by adding some more youth friendly IPs. And um, I think Sega would be a, um, a pretty ideal target um from that aspect also from the aspect that they they could 
potentially springboard that into helping them also gain a little bit more inroads into the Japanese marketplace. And, and with, with Sega, you got to keep in mind too, comes, also comes Yakuza. And yep. um, Yakuza, interestingly enough, is, um, was, a, was a Sony, ex- Sony exclusive. You know, for a long and, time. For a very long time. And then recently they started realizing that, hey, Americans love these Yakuza games. So they started coming over to Microsoft. And now I think, I believe zero through six are all on Game Pass. And Microsoft actually inked a exclusive rights deal, I believe, with Sega to get Yakuza 7, the enhanced edition for Xbox Series X. Like a timed, a timed exclusive, exclusive, yeah. Yeah, so that came out back in November. I forgot about that. And it just dropped for PlayStation. So there's already some friendly relations going on um, yep. with those pairings. So, so yeah. yeah, that's that's it. Um, into the trophy hunter? Trophy hunter? So last week, I we all ran out of steam, and I literally ran out of my voice, so I didn't get a chance to cover uh, – Ghost of Shizima tro- uh, trophies. Uh, I don't believe there's any spoilers in here, but I'll put up a, a slight spoiler warning for Ryan in case he hasn't finished the game yet. Um, there may be some spoilers Hashtag in here. Fuck you, Ryan. Fuck you, I don't, Ryan. I don't think so. Um, so, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, in line with other Sony's uh, first party games, is the platinum is very attainable. There are no difficulty related trophies. There's no missable trophies, which is always a huge plus in my book. Um, the platinum percentage rate is 50% on PSN profiles, which is always oh, wow. inflated for PSN trophy hunters. But 50% is a significant number, as you heard from D there. Um, but the th- it's at a 13% on PSN, um, which is also a high number of uh, people to attain the platinum. Um, some of the, um, the, the issues... I had with, with the trophy hunting is just a lot of checkbox things to do. Um, the liberation trophy. So you have to basically wipe out, wipe off each map, each of the three acts, wipe off the whole map constitutes as a, um, a trophy for each one of those. And so there's just a lot of camps. That's and the camps of, and shit. The camps. And it's actually, it's interesting. It's actually all of them. It's the camps. It's the Fox dens. It's the mm, shrine. It's, it's everything. God. So you got to wipe all that shit off there, which is a lot, you know, and I understand the Mongols are invading. So there's a lot of shit going on, but it just, after a while, like if you're not, and I tried to stay on top of it. So I tried to wipe off a whole map before I moved on. Cause I didn't want to have to come back after the game right. and wipe off everything, um, which, which, it, but, but and as I touched on the spoiler cast, fast travel is amazing in this game. So if you see it, you know where to go. Um, you can travel there. And I, there's, there's one point when you can, decloud the whole map you know i don't remember what triggers that exactly but that, that does happen so you can see what you have left to do um but that would be nice um so uh, just real quick i totally agree with you on that and i think these check the box trophies in general just need to stop and i'll touch on that in spider-man when i get to that but um they have a lot of those too there, it's just it's just too much fucking busy work and then they throw a trophy on top of it i get like like if you want to like incentivize people to do all those things by collecting, by unlocking some cosmetic or something like that, that's cool. Cause then it's your choice and you have, you know, the incentivization of an in-game something to, to utilize, but just for a fucking trophy to get the plat, it's ridiculous. Um, it, it's similar to my, my gripe with uh, Jedi fallen order. You know, I think both right. these games, I, I adored both of those games. Um, 
but just getting around the map now what the difference is between between these two those two games is jedi fallen order i found they had this like crazy 3d map which is kind of cool in theory but like hard to figure out how to get down to the bottom to look in this chest that i had to look up to figure out where this parka was or whatever the hell it was um ghost the exact opposite i see the dot i can fast travel there and i'm there immediately so that's um but but it kind of reminded me of jenny fallen order where kind of like annoyed me towards the end of like trying to and that's my own idiot uh, crazy trophy hunting way um avid reader um was where you had to collect 20 records i wish playstation would fully implement their goddamn trophy tracking um i've seen it in some places but not all of them so you have to collect 20 records i wish you would tell you how many records you were at i mean you can go into the menus and the menus are pretty in depth once you get in there and you can kind of hash your way through it but why can't i just go on my trophy list and say hey you're at 19 of 20 or 18 of 20 um so i wish you go there so overall i would um give this trophy list an eight out of ten so i i quite happy with it just a couple of bones to pick now a couple of trophies i want to touch on um before we kind of wrap this up i don't want to go too long here but there's a trophy called the cooper clan cosplayer and it's you need oh. to dress up as a legendary thief you basically have to dress up as sly cooper which is another one of sucker punch's ips so you can you can attain various things it's an easter egg trophy um and i said i'm a sucker for these nice um, very good. pun intended thank whoop, you whoop. nicely done um but to get this, you have to go to the Pillar of Honor, which is in the third area, and you get a sword kit. And then also you have to scale a temple in Act 3 and get the um, a headband. And finally, you get the armor by completing one of the Mythic Tales, um, the Unbreakable Gosatku, or it Gosaku. Is, so I'd like your take on those sorts of trophies, because it is it is cool. It's a cool Easter egg, to be sure. But the, like I remember when I first talked about this game back in December or whatever, right? this was the one I had to look up. Um, because it is, if you want your, if you don't want to spoil for yourself, what are the hidden trophies that are missing, right? Like you would have to just fucking stumble upon this by absolute random bullshit. Like by just playing around with your costume and accessories to even pop this thing. So as cool as these trophies are, like, I have to imagine as someone who is, pursuing trophies as like part of their game enjoyment thing like there's almost no point to these because you're ultimately going to look up what the fuck you have to do for this anyways i don't know how and i don't know it's how like, you oh, that's it, cute and i could just do it but you would never find yeah. that on your how would you do this Not you would you would have to you'd, you'd have to you know pay attention to what you're collecting and think hey that that sword kit looks weird that looks kind of like a tail when i put it on that's weird and then you get the headband, like, hey, I recognize that headband from somewhere. Oh, that was from Sly Cooper. And then, so then you're like, well, I wonder if there's an ar- a chest armor kit. And you look through your chest armor kit and you see all of it. You put it all on, the trophy pops. Um, it'd be such a cool moment, but no one's doing that, right? Like, right. that is such a rare trophy to try to pop naturally. And that, right. that's kind of the gripe I have, you know, it's just, uh, but, and, and there's a lot of trophies like that where you're like, there's no way in hell any person is going to come across this naturally. Right. Um, but you look it up, you pop it, and it's kind of cool. Um, which is the exact opposite of one of the trophies I want to touch on. It's called the witness protection. Um, for as annoyed as I get sometimes of like these trophies that are not attainable at all by just natural, naturally getting them. When you pop a trophy for doing something and you had no idea that you were going to pop it, similar to me punching the dude in the nuts on Woods' VR five times, and I <laughs> popped one of the trophies for that. Um, there's a trophy called witness protection. And in the game, as you roll your legend of ghosts, guys will run away from you scared. 
Well, if you shoot a guy in the back when he's running away from you scared, um, you get a trophy called witness protection. So you shoot the guy in the back and you're like, ha ha ha, I shot that asshole. And all of a sudden the trophy pops. I'm like, oh, sweet. And <laughs> okay. that's similar to have a nice fall where you can kick a guy off the ledge. You, you Kick is one of the moves you can get and, and, and um, right. hands on. You kick one of the assholes off the ledge and you're like, he got, you know, you know he's not going to be a ghost. So she's human number two. And all of a sudden the trophy pops. <laughs> so um, that's kind of cool. And then we touch on the show. Um, but the trophy called a moment in time, it incentivizes you to personalize the scene in photo mode. Um, and I don't, we don't need to go into it much more. Woodsy touched on it quite eloquently, but, um, um, their, their photo mode is awesome. So you go in there and you see the, and if you're the type to look up trophies, you see, Oh, Hey, I, I can pop a trophy for just going into photo mode. I go into photo mode. Oh, this photo mode is, is dope. I can change the weather. I can change the guy's face and everything. And I can change all this stuff. And then it really um, kind of can kind of spark creativity in people. So I thought that's kind of a, a good idea. And a lot of times they will add trophies for going into photo mode. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima especially had a very good photo mode. So overall, 8 out of 10, I am quite pleased with the Ghost trophy list. So I've talked enough. I want to hear about what Big D's been smoking. Big D, what you smoking? Smoking? Let's see. What the hell have we all made? So I've done chicken and ribs a few times since we've last spoke. So getting big on the brines. So I got my, my recipe down. Very important. Keeps the chicken juicy, especially if you're doing the boneless skinless. And uh, let's see, I did, I brined the ribs actually too the other time and that worked really, really well. Uh, Wood study dry brine the other day. Um, I wanted to try that one time, but tomorrow is going to be a big day. So I have had a whole brisket in a corned beef brine for five days. And uh, I'm just going to smoke it uh, on with not much smoke, like a, like maybe on a one. Cause uh, it turns out that uh, uh, smoked corned beef is just pastrami. So <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't know that until I started reading. Uh, so that was just pretty funny um, to, to look that up like, oh shit, I, Looked like I was I was fixing to make pastrami and not corned beef, but yeah, St. Patty's Day tomorrow, so we make our own. Uh, hopefully, somewhere in between corned beef and pastrami, so that's what uh, I got going on. <laughs> that's Thank funny because me and CJ were planning on coming down to your house tomorrow night for some Guinness, uh, <laughs> Guinness and corned beef, corned beef and cabbage. We we're just gonna show up. Oh, well, we figured the children probably won't be eating boiled cabbage, so. Um, uh, we're gonna make Rubens tomorrow with the right. Uh, no, yeah, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. So I bought all, all that shit today. So you guys all want to come over? You're more than welcome. We'll hang out outside, or line I'm, up the shots of JMO. I'm going to have somewhere in the neighborhood of of like ten pounds of this. So we could also wait for the weekend <laughs> when it's gonna be sixty, <laughs> and then we could hang out outside. So. Right, and not fucking snow covered again. Ugh, a little bit, little bit. Uh, was he anything on your smoker this week at all, or no? Uh, no, I haven't busted it out uh, since my last update. I like to, I like to get some ribs and do some ribs this weekend, though. If mm. the weather is nice, like you was talking about, just because you know I, I need a good rib fix once every month and a half, or or well, really month, or things things don't start going well. So. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll, that meat, and then it gets all crabby. Right, right. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see if I do anything this weekend, and if so, um, 
we'll do try to do a little bit more documentation of the whole process of the of of um, you know the talking about the meat uh, selection, um, just the the prepping of the meat itself, the the seasoning of the rub I'm going to use, um, methodologies, and then uh, maybe a little bit more thorough documentation of the cooking process uh, itself. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see. So I, I didn't, I don't have the smoker as you guys know, but I did figure out finally, I finally made some really good Juicy Lucy's. Um, I've always struggled with that because the cheese always runs out. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it always so seems I, I've, out. I've, I've found that if you kind of incorporate. It's just trying to find your mouth. It is, it is. But it's, it's unfortunately finding my grill and then light the right. grill on fire. And then. <laughs> yeah, and then it melts all over the inside of the grill. It's goddamn annoying. Disgusting. Yeah, I stopped making um, them. Pork, uh, ground pork. So I incorporate ground oh. pork with the ground beef, and I, you know, put the cheese in there, and I form a, a patty around it, yeah, yeah. and then I. So then I, I finally I made it, and then Miriam like cracked it up in hers, and there was like the remember the commercial they yeah. they had from the five eight club where the, the the cheese is just like yeah. flowing out. It wasn't quite like that, but it was close. So nice. <laughs> it, was, it didn't actually leak out. Now, so yeah, did you just do straight cheese? Yeah, straight cheese. So the reason that they get that is those bastards uh, mix their shred with, uh, I believe, like cream cheese. Oh. And it might even be butter, too. I'm not sure. But I know it's at very least it's a little bit of cream cheese so that it makes a – it almost makes yeah. like a fondue type thing. Yeah, it doesn't really make that that quite as much. Yeah. Because yeah. they sense. want that flow. Yeah, yeah, because it's awesome. You crack it yeah. up and like, holy shit, this cheese. Yeah, and now I got shit to dip my burger in, too. Exactly. So, yeah. So, Woodsy. We need an update. Pile O'Shane. earlier. What you got? So as I alluded to earlier, um, played uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales start to finish. I only did one live stream of that, so I apologize. Uh, but I just kind of got into it at ran random junctures this weekend and just was pounding it out, um, including through yesterday. So uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, as I kind of chatted about with CJ on the sidebar, like, um, well, so yeah, I touched on the, the, the kind of the, the stuff that annoys me about some of the trophies um, and, and quests related to those games where it's just like, you got to run around the map and basically do the same task 80 different times. Um, and some of the tasks that they also make you do to pop trophies are just fucking hard and annoying. Like the music sampling one was just oh. awful. Yeah. So if you if you get into that if you get into that game and you haven't done that yet, the music sampling one sucks. <laughs> it's a cool concept, um, but you have to like find the right sine wave or the, the right. right sound and, wave. In a good concept, bad execution. Bingo. Um. So, but the combat was great. I liked how you know it, it had had some gameplay two weeks from the OG Spider Man. Um, and I, I really, really enjoyed uh, the narrative um, with, with Miles. Um, and I thought, I thought it actually really complemented well the main game um, and, and the narrative that went through uh, with Pete. Um, and, and those, those, I think those two games in general um, have, have been really underserved from the critical community, you know, given the, the really outstanding narratives that both those games have featured. Um, and they really had, didn't get a lot of high praise for that. Um, they got high praise for, you know, the, just the game itself and the graphics and the action and the combat and blah, 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 blah. But you didn't hear 
a lot of noise about the actual narratives for both those games. And I thought they were both outstanding, absolutely outstanding. So um, both are tear jerkers. Um, and I, I don't, I don't really think one was better than the other. I think they were both just absolutely phenomenal. Um, so if you get a chance to play uh, miles, I would highly suggest doing it. It's not as much of a slog as the original Spider-Man is, but I would say it is uh, longer than all three of the OG Spider-Man's um, DLC packs combined. Not by much, but it, um, but it is. It's, it's much better than them um, as far as a narrative uh, story goes. But um, yeah, and I, I mean, I would even go so far as to say that the, that the, that the two Insomniac games um, that, or Spider-Man Insomniac games that have been produced so far from a narrative standpoint have been honestly better than any of the Marvel films stories mm -hmm. that Marvel's put out. Um, so uh, at least in recent memory, I guess, going back to the original um, Marvel's Marvel Spider-Man movies with uh, Tobey Maguire, um, like number two was obviously great with Dr. Ock. Um, but I think like, I, I, I really think, I really think the, the, the stories in both, of the actual video games are, are absolutely amazing. So um, I have now since downloaded Final Fantasy and we'll be striking that up shortly, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, so I can conclude a two for one special of the uh, pile oh, of shame. Not, uh, not that I want to detract you from playing the game because I, I, I absolutely adore that game, but is the PlayStation 5 patch out for that yet? Do you know or no? Uh, for... Final Fantasy Final Fantasy. Seven you know, I was I, yeah, actually, you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, I should look that up, but I is it? I don't think. Oh, look, is that it, free? It, I don't think only, it's free to the people oh, no. who got the the free you're version. Right, anyway, you're right. Never mind. Never mind. So I, 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 I'm just gonna play it. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's plenty good. But I was right. thinking that if you could get it, yeah. Right. Oh. Like, we could yeah. we could do we could talk about the memes about the trailer. It was like. Now PS5 <laughs> version now with graphics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, that's all it's all out. All right, no pre-order. Right. So oh. we'll um yeah, I'll 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 what spin that up here in the next uh, couple days and oh, I'm excited to hear you get us logging on that and completely go back against my stances of I'm not gonna play these games until they release all the fucking game. Uh whatever. Here we I, go. I, it, I I think it's worth going back and replaying. It, it's we, we can get into the the naming of that game and whatnot, right? You know, once you play it and beat it. But um, I I think it's worth. I, I hear your point, but I think it's worth playing now. I'll right. Play that one, so. Yeah, and I I hear it's different enough that it it, it makes it worthwhile. So, um, yeah. Uh, in the pile of shame group uh, last week, I didn't get to cover, but I haven't made any purchases this week, and I don't think I will. Given I was just browsing the sales and. Not a lot of there that excites what? me right now, but I know it's crazy. They <laughs> gotta put up better sales if they want that money. Uncle so, Bob's like murder palace or whatever. Like, <laughs> well, this is the random shit you buy. We, well, we I have, have a... speaking, of, Go ahead. speaking of speaking of games uh, that I am much maligned for uh, with my criticism about the the backwards compatibility. Joe's Diner is now <laughs> under the uh, is now owned by myself, so I, I purchased Joe's Diner in a in a bundle with Pineview Drive for all of like five dollars and eighty cents, which fuck if what I know Pineview Drive was, but it was <laughs> this whole eighty cents more than 
just buying Joe's Diner by itself. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. why not? Uh, I, I also got Pistol Whip. Um, yeah. Which I, 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 and I finally, D, I got, I went out, and I don't know if you can, here, I'll tilt it. You kind of see it up up there in the upper right there. I got myself a, a charger for, a charging Ooh. stand for my, um, my controller wands because that was always a big inhibitor for me actually using them to play games is like only one was ever fucking charged at any given uh, time. Yeah. So, see, so what I did, uh, I actually went out and bought a, uh, uh, USB like a hub. No, right. a hub. It was not even a splitter. I don't even have it attached to the PlayStation. So it, it, it charges everything at the, the higher voltage rate, the newer voltage rate five, uh, but it's got like 12 ports. So then I went and just bought a bunch of one, sure. one foot. <laughs> Yeah. yeah cables and so then i stuff all my controllers and shit and it's all just charging at the same time under That's good. under my desk because i i you keep thinking of uh you know like what you did right but then i in my mind i always scale it out it's like well so now i need a fucking stand for my ps5 and then i have the old stand i had for my ps4 controller and then do i get a stand for the wand and then a stand for this stand for that I'm like fuck all that shit i just need the cords well, I bought this anyway. So. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying for me, like I, I see a mess. Right. Looks pretty clean. No, no, not you. Um, <laughs> where's your other? Where's your other four docks that you have, though? For Did what? You, you have? Don't you have a PS5 dock? Nope. Oh. I don't have. I, I don't have. I don't have the. I only have docks for my PS4 controllers, my PS Move controllers, and my Nintendo Wii controllers. Ah, the Wii controllers. Mm. Yeah, uh, I oh, I guess and X- Xbox 360 controllers, but that's fuck if I know where that is. They did make a cool um, one for Wii, where uh, uh, it comes with new battery packs, and there's two slots in back for the extra packs, and then the, also the two slots for the controllers. So that was a cool one that I have hmm. also. Um, what else I pick up? Oh, Super Time Force Ultra. Um. Which you know always looked cool to me, so I figured I'd pick it up. Serial cleaner, which was interesting. It was like three dollars. I was like, "Fuck it!" It's like a it's like a stealth action game where you actually play a um, a like a, a cleaner for either the mob or for Hitman, like disposing of bodies before uh, detectives or whomever can come and get them. Uh, the long journey home, which looked like an interesting um, both like shooter platformer uh, space odyssey game, and then um, finally. Uh, 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 twin breaker like I was um, um, talking about earlier to start the what I've been playing so um, and with that said you know I, I know we kind of mentioned this in, in passing last week but um, I love to um, I think we all do right uh, kind of think about the games of yesteryear our, our, uh, our member berries right uh, of, of of games that we think we would like to uh, pl- play again or have remake, uh, remade or remastered or whatever. Um, so I'm I'm going to actually now that I got I got it out of the woodwork. I got my my man cave is getting in in tip top shape and I actually have it all hooked up. Um, uh, my PlayStation Two, and I am going to and this is kind of a nice segue from the discussions we've had over the last couple of weeks about ghost of tsushima uh i'm going to replay one of my favorite games of all, all time um and see if it still is 
Let's see if I would still want it remastered. Uh, and that is Way of the Samurai on uh, PS2. So that'll be a new segment called either Recuts or Dry Aged. I like kind of like Dry Aged. I so, do too. Uh, well, um, we'll see if 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 it's uh, if it's something I would still be interested in, like on a remastered level going forward. I like Dry Aged so. also. Um, yeah. Well, so that kind of dovetails into the our final segment here tonight is we wanted to kind of um, give you guys an update as to um, what direction we want to take the show, where we want to go, and how we want to bring you guys the best possible content available. So um, I kind of jot down some bullet points here. Feel free to chime in, you guys, if, if you you know want to kind of comment also. Uh, but going forward, we, we plan to make some changes, as I mentioned, and have no fear. We're not going anywhere. We're just trying to enhance the content. So yeah, settle down, Ryan. Uh, yeah, calm we'll, your tits. Calm your tits, Ryan. Um, amped up a so right now we have met a weekly cadence for all all thirty five episodes. We we're planning to go to bi weekly. That's kind of the biggest change going forward. Um, we have we all have our own life events going on. It's summertime, and we'll kind of be out outside enjoying and life and whatnot more. And we don't want to try to feel the need to the frequency of the podcast of being every week. And we, we don't want to bring you content just to bring you content. We want to, we want to kind of hit a, a regular rotation of, con- of, of, of episodes, but um, consistent content also means quality of content. So we don't want to try to, to jam in talking about bullshit news stories every week that no one wants to hear about. Um, we want to bring you um, spread them out a little bit, but try to make the, the episodes um, a little bit better. Anything yeah, well, I'll just start to, uh, yeah, we'll start to highlight the segments a little more um, versus the news. And we got a little news heavy here, uh, which is kind yeah, of what started all these discussions, uh, you know, because then we'd kind of flounder when there's no news. And it's like, well, can't be having that shit. So uh, plus, right. uh, as we discussed, there's a, a gabillion pods out there that you guys uh, are listening to <laughs> for the news. That's not us. So uh we want to start coming up with with stuff that kind of is is our own and, and unique um and and more kind of who we all are right so one of part of the stuff was uh definitely the cooking and like and that's where woods was digging into that too so i i want to be better too um kind of highlighting some of the stuff i'm doing more pictures more obviously more videos maybe eventually uh got to get a setup in the kitchen then so Woods, you and I may, and CJ, we all got to get together and noodle something. Maybe we can do something with a pie and one of these $30 webcams or something. So it's not such a pain in the ass. Um, we could do a uh, cookbook. Yes. <laughs> raw Cuts Cookbook. The raw Cuts oh, Gaming Cookbook. <laughs> Planning session on the online. Um, that shit's done. That's an idea that's happening. Yeah. So, um, so D's, D's spot on. Go ahead, D. No, I'm just... And then we're just kicking around the ideas. Woods just had his dry age segment. Uh, obviously, we had raw rant, but um, uh, like CJ was getting at, um, we want to work out the spacing so that um, it, it actually comes back in naturally or as part of uh, some of the stuff we're hearing or doing. Uh, right. You know, and in addition, you know, we got a couple other segment ideas. We had the little Smokies, right? Uh, talking a little more about what the kids are playing and all that stuff too. Um, I got it. I actually started writing a bunch of them down. So, um, so our, the our like vision top five some of that shit so yeah so our, our vision is you know we, we, we want to figure out what our brand is and right now we, we are we're three guys who love video games and, and love meat, meat. and cooking mm-hmm. so we, we do want to dedicate more time to the cooking thing and the meat thing um we're going to cut back on the news we'll still cover news especially yeah. when it's bigger topics 
Um, but we want to kind of truncate that down to a much shorter time. So we'll kind of dial back. And we all we also want to include what we've been playing. I think people like to hear about what we've been playing. We'll try to, um, you know, if it's just the same game week in, week out, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it, but we won't go very in-depth. Um, and then we'll Until we do a spoiler cast or what have you, right? Until we do a spoiler cast. So then we'll also have a big topic every week that may dovetail from the news or it may dovetail from something else. But we don't want to kind of try to constrain it to a set amount of time for the big topic big topic we feel like some of our best content has been some of these longer form discussions or we go into spoiler casts or woods had his discussions on box art or top fives or, or like d mentioned for the other second so we, we want to have the ability to really focus on something or we all could give our opinions i think d gave some really really good content in the ghost of Seamus spoiler cast now that kind of touched right. on his life so did woods um so we don't want to do spoiler casts every week that's not who we are but um, a big topic every week, every episode, I think would be a good way to go about it. And then the rotating segments, like Dee mentioned, um, towards the end, and then more folks in the meet. So with us dialing back on some of the content of um, um, a weekly frequency. podcast yeah. frequency, we're also going to, we don't want to over go over our skis and go into more shows. So look for more content being uploaded to our various channels We'll talk about it in the show. We'll pimp it out in our various podcast feeds, but maybe look for um, some cooking videos or maybe maybe we, we feel strongly about what's going on with, with the sporting news or I want and we're gonna to turn it. We're gonna try to feature more live streams as well. Um, uh, exactly. The other night when yeah. we, were, we were playing our Ghost of Tsushima, our second raid, we, f- we failed to, uh, we failed miserably to fucking post that as a live stream. Yeah, we sure did. And, and, and Ryan hashtag, didn't say hashtag anything. Our friend Ryan, who was yeah. literally questing with us, was like, hey, did you guys not stream this out? Why did you not stream this out? Now, wait a minute. Ryan didn't bring that up until four hours and 40 minutes into the five hours. Right. So, so he failed like us by not doing it right away. Yeah. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> like, like, I don't know why he didn't say something right away. Yeah, yeah, totally Ryan, jackass. <laughs> um, no, but I, 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 I think the point is, is you know, we we really like like CJ was saying, you know, kind of our longer format conversations and having more in depth talks uh, rather than kind of that surface level stuff that um, you could really get anywhere with the discussions of, uh, of um, you know news du jour, uh, whether it's just like basic somebody's Twitter feed. Um, or, or listen to a myriad of all the other millions of top like news topical related uh, gaming podcasts or uh, videos. So we want to differentiate ourselves through these more um, engrossing uh, uh, segments. Um, and, yep. And, and unique segments too. Yep. Spot on. Right. Content, quality, quality over quantity is really, I guess the, the gist of what we're, we're going to aim for. Yeah, but absolutely. Also, just if we're playing, we should be on Twitch, right? So yep. that's yeah. we've evolved. Yep. Well, and, and CJ doesn't doesn't super like that, but we're working on something too with that. With maybe we review it later or whatever. So they, you know, they, we don't have to be live. Right? It's not the it's not the whole. He's time. gonna he's gonna wear a mask. He's just gonna wear a mask. <laughs> and he's gonna find a mask for CJ that he's gonna wear. It'll be it'll be like the Richard Nixon mask from Point Break. It'll just be, super cool. It's 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 his protective layer. He doesn't can, feel naked. But. Can we get him to have a voice modulator also, so that it sounds yes. really yes. creepy? Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, I'm gonna play Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> some other ideas we're kind of kicking around is possibly bringing some guests on. So keep an eye out for that. Um, does Alabama. hashtag 
Does hashtag our friend Ryan actually exist? Um, Brett Favre is actually going to swing over. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Uh, Brett Favre. Yeah. Brett Favre. <laughs> These are just on our list of people that we're calling. Shaq's been invited. I mean, me, me, and, me, and, me and Favre go back. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can get Cisco on. Yeah. One of my neighbors. Um, Let's go a little Wayne. But, uh, got, so, I mean, we're going to send these guys messages to see if they'll be on the show. So. We, right. we, we do have some people in mind um, and some people Shaq. who bring different perspectives, some actual people that bring different perspectives um, that I, I don't want to to call it right now, but keep an eye out for some some special guests here and there. So we think their their content can uh, can kind of enhance this. So um, I think that covers it, guys. Anything else that you guys can think of at all or no? That's it. Stay nope. tuned. Stay tuned and uh, please please stand by. <laughs> uh, are you bring out your yeah that that South Park episode you had Woodsy was was some of our best content too. Oh, <laughs> that's true. All right. Uh, so while Woods fumbles over, uh, not getting anything. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was just dead air for me and D. Um, so, <laughs> which is pretty perfect for, for us. Um, with all that being said, that concludes the 35th episode of the Raw Cuts Gaming Podcast. Thank you, the listener, for tuning in to our uncut thing, our uncut takes and our uncut things. Um, yeah. um, we hope you join us each and every week for more Rockets Gaming. If you'd like to be part of the conversation and or just tell us how much you hate hate us, um, please do so on Twitter at Rockets Gaming. If you'd like to see the podcast on, uh, in the video format, check us out on the YouTube channel, like I mentioned earlier, Rockets Gaming. And if you want to send us emails for topics suggestions or anything else you may want to send adult content maybe rocketsgaming at gmail.com so if people want to reach out to you where's the best place to do so (laughs) i am at naked gamer 84 on the bird one and then i am at noob with the zeros underscore naked gamer on the twitchy machine with the videos Woodsy, if people want to find your hot takes, your Twitter beef makes, where's the best place to do so? Upper Decker uh, Photos. <laughs> well, I did get okay. kicked off of Twitter this week, so you can Ooh. still find me at Woods underscore or underscore uh, Wads um, on Twitter. And, 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 and at Raw Cuts Gaming on Twitch. And, and, and coming soon to a Twitter burner account near you, <laughs> George Clooney loves fast cars. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I know, man. I, it's so much better as poor man's George Clooney. <laughs> poor man's, yeah. <laughs> I, you just got to do it now that you said it. It's um, right. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And if you want to find I mean, me, just, rest, you know, I mean, come on here. <laughs> <find me. laughs> it's perfect for a B movie. <laughs> if you want to find me, your resident yeah. trophy hunting host, you can find me at, on Twitter at CJ Rindo. Thanks, Ryan. Love you, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. (laughs) We love you. (laughs) Did you guys see?